Lexiton. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will they make of it today? Hello and welcome back to the Passiton podcast with me, Steve and Chris. Hello Connie, how are you today? Oh, I'm okay. I'm glad I've got a cup of tea here. We're Steve. glad you've got a cup of tea too. Yeah, because I won't be so grumpy. Are you going to be less grumpy this week? I promise. I'll yeah, try. That's no, good. I'll try, but good. I hope you've got an interesting subject though. I've got something that will knock your socks off in more ways You say that one. all the time. I do, and it's routinely. It's like favourite saying. Like, I don't even have socks on. on. I've got tights. <laughs> ah, I'm glad you mentioned that. you got your tights on, Chris. I don't, not today. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> right, this week we're going to talk about nylons. So tights? No. Pants. Tights weren't invented until 1959, would you believe? Nylon. Yeah, nylon pants. But we're talking about nylon tights. We are talking about nylon stockings. Stockings, sorry, yeah. Because... Back in the 1950s, an era when it was very rare to see women in trousers, they all wore skirts and they routinely wore nylon stockings. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, the, the tights weren't invented until 1959, so nobody had tights. So, so to be clear, tights are, are two tubes two joined at the gusset. Yes. Oh, whereas uh, uh, that's one, a horrible word. <laughs> <laughs> they are one garment, where nylon stockings are two garments. Long socks. Basically, thin. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's, I mean, stockings as long socks is helping anybody. But no. I, I, I get where you're going. Tights with the thigh part cut out. <laughs> that just is a cross. Do you mean gusset? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, right. Of course. Now, the first task for any woman, of course, was to make her stockings last. This is uh, the wartime days when there was no stockings. That left a deep scar on the womanhood. Of this country. Yeah. And that was definitely a thing, wasn't it, when the GIs oh, came over yeah, and they, they would bring stockings. nylons and yes. chocolate with them. Uh-huh. Uh, no wonder they did so well. Yes. <laughs> but um, anyway. Oh, I wouldn't do that for a pair of nylons and a bar of chocolate. No chance. <laughs> but, you, but, but it wasn't, it, genuinely though, I know it's a glib flipping point, but it was a different time. And, it, you know, there's a lot of uh, hardship and austerity. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, so, if, if I was a woman in, in wartime, I think I'd definitely have been up for it. For a, <laughs> Put <laughs> a fumble and about and a couple of Hershey bars. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well, where's you on territory where I'm getting slightly uncomfortable? <laughs> right. So anyway, stockings were valuable. Let's put it that way. They, they were to they be were protected. Changing currency, <laughs> certain type. <laughs> you guys, you're oh, you're so in the gutter. It's terrible. It's anyway, stockings were to be protected. You had to keep them good, and in those. Indeed, well, to, today's, I should say, waste not, uh, sorry, wasteful days is uh, you just get underwear like that, laundry, and you, you throw it out once it's had its day. But life is stocking, stockings and those waste not, want not days. It wasn't even over when they, you'd finished wearing them. Stockings had a long, long life ahead of them, almost like vinegar. Like putting <laughs> them they were at used the for many things. Remember the guys in yeah, there was putting the guys it over your tip. head and uh-huh. squishing your face up like burglars? Yes, <sighs> that slightly frightening guising tip. Yeah. Anyway, so I say I'll explain a little bit. A nylon is a synthetic polymer. Did you know that, Connie? And it's, it's actually nylon plastic. It so. is. It's highly durable, and many uses have been found for it. It was in, invented in the 1930s, I think. But 50s housewives 
They invented even more uses for it. Oh, and they did. So, a stocking in the hands of an ingenious woman was made to work very, very hard for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And some of the tips will reflect that. Now, we'll start with a stocking saver. This is when they're still being used for legs. <laughs> stocking saver. Put a few coloured stitches at the centre front of a new stocking top. This makes for easy suspendering and keeps seams mm. straight. It also helps to pair them up after washing. Mm. Mrs. A.W. Henderson, 34 White Street, Glasgow, wins a pair of towels. A pair of suspenders. <laughs> um, stockings. But she's trying to make her stockings last longer, and I doubt any woman these days is, is sewing little bits into her stockings or tights to make them. Stockings barely exist. Yeah, I can't imagine. More like hospital socks and compression tights is the thing. <laughs> like oh, that no, stockings really, exist. Well, they do, but they're now pop socks. No, they're not. Long pop socks. Oh, you're ruining it. Honestly, my... hardly anybody wears stockings. So they're not. That's a pity. I know there's gentlemen dans certain age do get a little bit um, <laughs> hot and flustered at the notion of a stocking. I know. I know. I mean, a I few of my pals are your sort of age, Steve. Slightly who, more at- attractive than worming your way, which can only be described as worming your way into tights. Oh no! It's not an attractive. No, I, it's not an attractive. I've got a sort. question, uh, Connie oh. and or Steve. <laughs> I guess um, from your vast experience, d- d- do you have to wear suspenders with stockings, or do you get them with sort of elasticated tops you that will cling on for get long enough? With elasticated ones, but I don't think there would. I th- I think that could lead to an awful lot of rolling yeah. and rumpling. <laughs> and I can just see them sort of peeling down your leg like in a sort of donut shape. So you have to wear sussies. Okay. Yeah. Sussies. So you need to wear sussies. Mm. Oh no, don't say that. That's that's weird. That <laughs> uh, doesn't sound like Connie's a fan. In that case, we can move swiftly on to other uses for stockings, Thank which God. is frankly what most of these tips are about. <laughs> Shoe trees. Fill a pair of old stockings with sawdust, sew up the tops, and they make good shoe trees. The sawdust absorbs perspiration. What is a shoe tree? To keep your shoe from collapsing in itself. Yeah, yeah. Right, you put it inside your shoe. Okay. Um, some of them. But like filled with sawdust, it absorbs perspiration. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I think sawdust that's a good smells tip. nice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This stocking thing's going well. <laughs> I'll try another one. Umbrellas. To protect the silk of your umbrella, slip an old nylon stocking over it when not in use. Mrs. A. Anderson, 9 Arlington Street, Glasgow. Fair enough. Yeah, but if you're a bloke, you are definitely not going to want to walk about with your umbrella covered with a woman's stocking. No. I guess maybe if it's in storage. You know, if you've got well, a, yeah. a, a hat standy thing. Yeah, it's a non rainy day. Yes. It's interesting, though, because, of course, nylons as a thing were invented as a cheap alternative to silk stockings. Yes. Which were, of course, well, wildly expensive. Put them mm. on your silk umbrellas. But you can put, so they're still making umbrellas out of silk. silk yeah. Uh, Wax treated silk, but uh, they, they were putting it, sheathing it in, in plastics, which is actually the opposite. Yeah. Really might make more sense. Is it just me, or do umbrellas last? Nothing like as long as they used to in the old days. I remember no my idea. father having an umbrella that seemed to last for it was a good twenty years, and he used it whenever it rained. But I will say it's it's a again it's economy to, or rather it's the way our economy is structured these days. We we do buy we tend to buy you know if it, we we when it rains we dash into Primark mm-hmm. and grab a three pound umbrella. 
Yes. And of course, it's made you by absolute rubbish. For, yeah. But I do have a couple of nice um, Fulton umbrellas, and they they they're lasting and lasting and lasting and mm-hmm. lasting, and they're they're probably you know. I just had an umbrella that had a seat on the top of it. Oh yes, no like a shooting perch. stick. Yeah, a shooting a stick. Perch type setup. Yes, called it as, as Steve says, a shooting stick. It's called. Mm. Yeah, very useful things those. Not so. Um, right, we're going to move ever further away from the original use of stockings here. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, no, I'll tell you what, I'll give you, here's a good tip, listen to this. Rub your clothes horse lightly with medium rough sandpaper and then cover with (laughs) self-adhesive plastic material. (laughs) 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 What? Kiss his face. The material is kind to nylon and other delicate materials where a pooled thread means disaster. Mrs. J. Brown, 64 Grange Estate. Church Crookham near Aldershot. Do you know what we'll talk Who about? Who on earth has the time to rub their clothes horse <laughs> with wives. sandpaper? Housewives. Nobody. No, I begged to die. No, but this is this was a really important point. Genuinely, if you were a housewife, mm-hmm. that was what you filled your days with was housekeeping. How so often do you have to do it? Just when you get it and then that's it once done, you know, like Well, it depends if it, is it, a if it develops thing? a scalf. Would you call oh, it a yeah, splinter or wait, a wait, scalf? wait, 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 wait. Clothes horses would have been wooden, right? Mm. Would have been wooden, yeah. Okay, take it back. Rewind. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you know what, though? We talked about this before in the podcast that uh, we wonder if the sub-editors in the Sunday Post were having a wee tinker with the wording. And I do wonder, because there's a fairly consistent tone in these tips. And it's a, it's a great, it's a good tone. It's a very brisk, you know, practical, no-nonsense mm-hmm. tone. Mm-hmm. But, but there's something in there, I'm not sure... I'm not entirely convinced that everyone can write quite as sparkly as that. So I do wonder if there's That's a little bit it's of It's just the polishing. way that Steve says it. Duh. No, but where, <laughs> no. where a ripped thread can spell disaster. That's yeah. like there's a turn of phrase there. Yeah. There's a bit of sparkiness mm. in the writing. You do make a very, very good point. The Sunday Post of, of this era attempted to speak in one voice. It was if the front page story came over in the same tone as the sports story on the back or the TV stuff in the middle and it was allowed uh it was intended that the sunday post had a consistent personality whereas these days you have columnists and contributors Uh and different voices i still have a problem actually when i see conflicting opinions within a newspaper because i believe a newspaper has a a stance within the community and will give a consistent opinion um if not sort of really a, a tied down opinion but Equality or a a level of reasonableness, respect. Yeah. yeah, yes, indeed, yeah. Uh, and I really like this about the Sunday Post, that, or certainly of of this day, that the Sunday Post has a certain personality that is uh, to be relied upon. Because I bet you, the a lot of these went letters when they came in, they wouldn't have been written in that tone, but they were intended in that tone. Yeah, and people would have begun to copy the tone when they wrote to us. I think that's true, that's true. definitely, but I, I also suspect there is the, the hand of the subs in there. There will be, yep. yep. Because no there's, 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 we know that when you've compiled the, these books, Steve, that we're basing this podcast on, that you haven't altered a single dot or, or, no, or tittle no, as absolutely. you've um, transcribed them into the book from mm-hmm. the, the newspaper. But that's not to say that they weren't massaged before they hit the presses. Yes. And I... And I, I the more we do this, the longer we do this podcast, the more that tone yeah. of voice seems mm. consistent. And I, I, I suspect agree. we're seeing I agree. that voice. Um, actually, let's take a break, Connie. Take us into a break, and we'll possibly have another word about this afterwards. Okay, let's take a break. Ho, ho, ho. 
The pass-on books make the perfect gift for Christmas, or even any other time of year, especially for your favourite older relative who will find lots in there that they'll recognise. You can get 20% off the pass-on books at dcthompsonshop.co.uk by using the discount code THRIFTY at checkout. And, as Santa famously always says, check the episode notes for details and terms. Here's your bonus ad break tip. Put casters on a wooden box, paint it brightly, and give it to the children at Christmas for their toys. They can wheel it about to pick up the scattered toys. And welcome back. And we're going to talk... I can't help but talk because this is a subject close and dear to my heart. More, calm down, Connie. Calm more down. Journalism. I I she told like, us she was going to be in a, a good mood this episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll handle that. I finished my cup of tea now. <laughs> right, to illustrate this point, I'm going to give you another tip. No, darling, now. My husband has been wearing my old nylons on top of his socks with his working boots. Since starting this, he hasn't had a hole in his socks. Before that, I was forever darling. Mrs. E. Somerville, 14 Buchanan Street, Edinburgh, wins a pair of towels. wonder if that started as cross-dressing. <laughs> Saucy. <laughs> I bet he didn't tell his Ooh, friends. No, I bet he didn't. No, I that bet he, he didn't. That would stockings. have been the end of it. No, true. But they'd soon learn from the name and address and yeah, the tip. True. No, I don't think the house husbands wouldn't have read that. Well, they would. Oh, everybody read Sunday Post. And they would have read Pass It On as well, I think. think. I think so, yeah, yeah. As as you go through the Sunday Post, just sorry, just to pick up on the on the way we on what we were talking about. Just in case we've not heard Steve talk about the Sunday Post enough. <laughs> She's prickly. She is. She is a bit prickly today. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's nearly home. Get your cup of tea. Get another cup of tea. No, thank or a you. gag. <laughs> Gone no, from suspenders to gags. <laughs> well, I never. Only your mind goes no, to that in no, a strange no, way. It does. No, I it bet does. it doesn't. Tweet us if your mind went the same way. <laughs> anyway, the Sunday Post, now that I think about it, the letters were written in the same tone. The yep. queries to the doc were written in the same tone. Mm. The we, we used to give a legal advice uh, column, which was very, very entertaining. Um, that used to, to be given in the same tone. And there's a skill in that that Sunday Post journalists would have had to learn... In fact, the great editor of his time, Bill Anderson, used to say quite openly that he reckoned that any of his staff could go down to Fleet Street and work for the Times, the Telegraph, the Observer, any of them, but they couldn't come here and instantly work the way we work or achieve the tone because you needed not just journalistic skills, you needed uh, a mentality to work for the Sunday Post. And I think, I have to say, it was very, very popular, so it must have been a good thing. Must be true. It, must, be true. it must have been resonating, though. You know, that must 85% been penetration yeah. stat that we yeah. heard early yeah. in the podcast. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're not doing something right, it's not going to resonate Indeed, with your audience. Th- in the this same was way. capturing, if not exactly what Scotland was, then perhaps what Scotland wanted to be at the time. And they wanted to be uh, a, bit, a bit refined, a bit. Uh, if not highbrow, then certainly very respectable. And to be honest, I'm proud of that. I have to say I'm entirely proud of that. We know. Yeah, no, obviously we had the Scottish Enlightenment. You know, Scotland was absolutely at the forefront of uh, uh, Enlightenment thinking. And there's a... Definitely I take pride in that identity that Scotland Indeed. has as being uh-huh. progressive and inclusive and rational. But uh, 
the same arts and literary scene that we see reflected in a lot of this as well. I, I, I'm very proud of that as well, for mm -hmm. sure. I think a respectable Scottish woman of a certain age is the most respectable person in Britain. You can have home counties, English ladies. No, you're not of a certain age yet. Neither are you respectable. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, but, guys. See you later. <laughs> but having said that, the, these ladies who wrote in these tips, they had high ideals and high standards, not just for the way they lived, but for their moral standards. What's a certain their, age? I would say a certain age is anything from 45 to oh. 80. <laughs> because Ancient. It's the point at which uh, you... Your twilight years. Might, no, dear no. God, no. 45 is not twilight years. Please, please don't say that, Connie. Um, but the point at which you might start to be a little bit self-conscious about your age. Yes. Uh -huh. I hit this some years ago. Mm, However, we will return to stockings tips. <laughs> Slipper savers. When doing housework, slip a pair of old nylons over your slippers and tuck them in at the ankles. They save the slippers from becoming soiled especially at the toes. Elizabeth McLeish, 25 Birkwood Street, Glasgow. The whole point of slippers is so you don't slip, and she's going to slip. She's just got dirty flares. If she's having well, to protect if, her slippers. Well, if her husband is bringing in muck from the forge, then she's going to have dirty floors, yes. But she's got to deal with that, and to deal with that... By she, slipping and sliding all over the floor. She was probably scuffing her feet, so she would uh, oh, do some cleaning as she went that. along. Oh, you can buy those things called, um, oh God, what are they called? You can actually buy, the thing you're about to describe, um, you can buy as a baby grow with like sort of microfiber fibers on the tummy and oh, arms. So you can put your goodness. kid on the floor and make them sort of polish as they go. <gasps> oh, that is so cool. Buff tings, that's what they're called. <laughs> that's what Mrs. Hinch calls them, buff tings. And they're like tings. slippers tings? with tings? sort of tentacles, microfiber yes. tentacles on them. Tings, buff tings. <laughs> okay. When the seams of my fully fashioned stockings give way, I use a buttonhole stitch to mend them, as I find it stretches to take the strain. Mrs. M. Clifford, Strathlone Head, Avonbridge, wins a pair of towels. Right. Nobody's actually discussed what they do when they get a ladder in them. Well, that's that. No, that's a hole. Well, I suppose. Yeah, you're right. So well, if you've I got a hole, then yeah, you could stitch it. But if you've got a ladder, let's run. Uh huh. And it will inevitably, 90% of the time, run because it's the... I, I hear from my lady friends that... <laughs> you uh, have many lady friends. I, we dod a, a clear <laughs> polish on a run, we'll stop it running. Um, nail polish. Yeah, but if it's a past a certain point, yeah. you know... But if you, if, you, if you catch your tights... Yes, if you catch it. And you go, oh, Hairspray, that's about to go. Hairspray does exactly the yeah. same thing. I can solve that, this problem that you're okay. both having here Quickly. in another way. <laughs> Ni nylons. Nine when nylons. darning nylons, the ordinary mending silk is too thick. So pull a thread from an old silk or ruined stocking and repair with this. The result is an invisible mend which is very durable. Miss Violet McCallum, Campbelltown, Argyle. I might have got nothing to say because I didn't know what on earth any of that meant. So it's using, it's basically unravelling an old pair of tights to pull the threads out to use them as... Think, how, think of the skill involved. Very, a lot of no, skill. that darning. is not an answer. No. The answer is to go to Primark and buy another set. <laughs> oh, Connie! It is. But in, but as well, would you do anything with the rip tights that you had? Throw them out. Too right. Plastic. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. 
Just what else are wheels. you supposed to do with them? I'm Steve's not just oh, giving you seven or eight oh, examples of what look, to do with them. Here's another one. Here's another one. Listen. Listen to this. For plants, when tying a plant to a stake, cut a strip from an old nylon stocking and use it instead of garden twine. The nylon, being soft, doesn't bruise the stem and also stretches as the stem grows thicker. Mrs. E.M. Herbert, 1 Stony Bray, Potter Hill, Paisley. Tying things t- to stakes and back on the meat sticks. <laughs> God, meat oh, sticks was a long time meat. ago. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's stuck in my mind. I'd forgotten your meat sticks, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag oh. meat sticks. I know. All, all the meat sticks always. Meat sticks. Actually, I'm going to get meat sticks tattooed somewhere on my body. I'd resolved. That's how much it means to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd resolved after listening to that to, to give you a nickname, meat sticks. Oh, but then I thought... Maybe it's not very it's, polite. People, you have to give context each time. It wasn't sticks; it was stilts. Meat no, stilts. Meat, no, she, meat Steve's stilts. right. Meat stilts. It was meat stilts. Was you saying? That, 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 was, that was your phrase. Meat stilts. It was. Oh yeah. It was. Meat stilts. And I thought that I'll, makes I'll, me I'll, think I'll, that yeah, no. That's I not thought I'll call Connie it. meat stilts, and I thought no, I won't. Not, not in a workplace environment. I think it's against our HR policies. <laughs> sexual harassment I think that potentially could be classed as if you said that to no, anybody you else you invented it yeah but if you were yeah but if you said that to some lassie walking down the corner saying oh nice meat stilts <laughs> that's actually yeah, so, so like, I also heard the point. phrase this is probably far too rude I heard the, a phrase the other day pork purse moving on <laughs> moving swiftly on <laughs> And I'm going to attempt to be even odder than Connie's just been. Brushing tip. Place a piece of old nylon stocking over your dog's wire or hairbrush. When finished brushing the dog, lift off the nylon, yeah. complete with all the cast-off hair. Mrs H Lane, 132 University Avenue, Glasgow. I don't get it. That's very clever. Yeah, so you poke, you poke, the poke through. I think you do, yeah. You don't actually have to. Do, you don't have to actually poke through. But if you slip the nylon over the brush, then as you start to brush, the bristles, but the bristles will not. come through well, the nylon. They would do. And then you'd be brushing, 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 and then you can just whack the whole thing off and then. Get rid of the okay, but then I have to it. empty Benson's brush like um, about six times per side of his body. <laughs> <laughs> that's no joke. You probably have a lot of nylon. So yeah, and that's a waste. <laughs> right. If they're well, not Actually I'm going to put it to you That's a pretty clever tip It that is smart Who thinks so I'm going to brush the dog And stick my nylons on him Well well, after the 400th time You've had to pick hairs Out the brush to empty it You might yeah, think is there, a, is there a way That I could catch this yeah. hair And then you think Can mm. I the, um, and In fairness as well We're thinking about Women Having a Ready steady supply mm-hmm. <laughs> Of torn ripped Yes yeah. uh, Tights mm-hmm. At which point um, they're obviously squirting them away in a wee box somewhere and yeah. bring them out. Yeah. For, they're obviously, they might Pushing in fairness also be trying to find uses for the damn things. Yeah. That tip kind of reminds me of these sticky rollers that you get now. Lint rollers. I need to tell you a terrible story oh, no. about my son's girlfriend who didn't realise that you could peel off. <gasps> oh yeah, I didn't know that, I didn't know that. Either. You're kidding. No, honestly, it wasn't <laughs> until I worked here and Andrew once brought me down because I had a new job. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. I honestly promise you I did not know that. Could you finish the thought, Steve, for our oh. listeners, just in case? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was that you pull off one layer of the stickiness and there's another layer underneath. It's a it's a rhombus shape that you pull off when you get it off. But um, she hadn't realised this and my son was 
absolutely incredulous at this. And I thought she must be the only person in the world that didn't know this. But no, if there's something daft to do, Connie's so done it. when I was young, we didn't have like a sticky one. We had like a... It was like it looked like a hairbrush almost, and it had a kind of velvety surface. Yes. Oh yeah! So that's what we had. Oh, so yeah, it wasn't yeah, until yeah. really quite recently I'd come, like I needed to use a sticky one, mm-hmm. and honestly, didn't on it. I honestly crossed my heart, hope to die, that I did not know there was layers, like an onion <laughs> with lots of layers. I am. I don't know if I'm disappointed more or amused <laughs> more. <laughs> Give us the word rhombus again, Steve. If oh, you would. The word rhombus. Rhombus. It's my favourite shape, rhombus. Is a rhombus a, 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 a diamond? Yes, pretty yeah. largely a diamond shape. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, enough about rhombuses for today. Join us again next time for more madness or possibly genius from the households of Scotland in the 1950s and for more nonsense from us here in Scotland today. See you soon. Hiya, it's Chris here with a little personal appeal on behalf of Connie, Steve and me. We so love making this podcast and we hope to keep doing so for a long time to come, but we need your support to prove that it's worth doing. Now, there are three ways you can help us keep making episodes. The first, and the one that makes the biggest difference, is by buying the books. They're stuffed with hundreds of fascinating, clever and occasionally downright daft tips. And as Steve said, you can get 20% off with a discount code THRIFTY at dcthompsonshop.co.uk. Next, spread the word. Tell your pals to listen if you think they'd love it too. And if you tag the Pass It On pod on Twitter or Pass It On Tips on Facebook, we'll see you and we'll give you a big virtual kiss. And lastly, subscribing, rating and reviewing the podcast, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, help other people discover it when they're browsing and looking for things to listen to. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Even if you do none of that, we still love having you. See you next time.